accusés d'un vol qu'ils n'ont pas commis, n'ayant aucun moyen d'en faire la preuve, ils fuient sans cesse devant leurs poursuivants. Pour subsister, ils emploient leurs compétences. Quand la loi ne peut plus rien pour vous, il vous reste un recours, un seul, l'agence Tourisque. And that art, ladies and gentlemen, is our fantastic Survivor Series card that we are going to bring to you right now. Because you may have heard on the grapple updates that we talked about it briefly, or if you watch WTV, because God knows I don't. Uh, WWE Survivor Series is coming up, and they're doing the whole Raw v Smadgen thing again this year. But we decided, we think, because we're internet wrestling fans, we can do it much better, and we've done that in the past, you know. If you want to go back in the archive and see the masterpieces of SummerSlam cards we put together, including Nathan's prolonged uh, advert for Chick-fil-A or whatever it was called, and Destin Florida. <laughs> it was more a tourist piece. Basically, Destin Florida paid me to advertise their piece of land. So I think you, most people know how this goes. We'll go down each, everybody, everybody will bit by bit reveal pieces of their fantastic card that they've brought together. But uh, as this one, there's not really any questions as we usually have, but this time around, the only real stipulation here was your main event had to feature a traditional Survivor Series match featuring the greatest faction of all time, Retribution, and, it, and everything else is up to you. But that was just the only stipulation. And obviously, the only people who could put this together are, of course, the A-team of Rogue Opinions. We have Destin Ford's favourite son, uh, Nathan Greenaway. <laughs> hello, hello. Hashtag ad. And the man who something something counter strike uh, <laughs> hashtag sponsored athlete. Uh, that's me. You know, just being a hero, being a yeah. You know, doing doing what I do. Thanks, thanks for phoning me in yeah. on this one, Scott. Head over to his OnlyFans account. <laughs> you goddamn right. My Amazon wish list is available for anything you guys want. Pictures are ten dollars. Videos, depending on what you want, it's a sliding scale. If you get my drift. <laughs> <laughs> kind of don't i kind of want to pull on that thread but oh 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 that's that's 25 dollars if you want to pull on the thread <laughs> yeah we've been we've been wanting to get this podcast done for a while now uh, i'm very much looking forward to how you guys feel and are you guys excited about this uh, are you excited for the actual survivor series <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your card, you've made some big promises here, Lam. I'm curious to see if you can deliver on you. You've, you've, you've got to art. stop calling it a card. <laughs> what do you want to call it? Do you have peace? Ash, I, I'm not, I don't want to call it anything before. We, I want it to be revealed over time. Ladies and gentlemen, it, you, you aren't privy to the pre-recording <laughs> conversations, but it was kept in such a shroud of secrecy that we have been sent a file that we are not allowed to open until we reach Nathan's turn on this create a podcast. And apparently we're going to be having a table read. Yeah. It got away from me. 
multiple writing sessions. Did you ever have control of it? It's 22 pages long. It's 22 pages long. I said here, 2,748 words. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of spacing. It's 22 pages of... I wrote a screenplay. I didn't write... There aren't, this, I, there aren't this many words in the script for buddy, a weekly episode of Raw. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> It's a great. It's a, it's it's a thing. It's a story. Jimmy, on a scale of one to ten, how much better do you think our cards and uh, whatever Nathan is going to present this? How much better do you think these are going to end up being than what we actually get? Oh, uh, does do we count it in light years or do we count it in parsecs? Whatever floats your boat. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say it's going to be light years ahead of what we actually get. Uh, you know, you know, when, um, you know, like when you go to someone's like birthday, do because let's be honest, this survivor series is that in real life, it's the undertaker's 30th birthday. And you know, when people turn 30 and they kind of have a bit of kind of a breakdown because they're no longer 20 guys, I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, talking about Jimmy. Jesus Christ, dude, you couldn't, you, you remember couldn't... Scott, you remember Jimmy's 30th and uh, he started like drinking the punch bowl just straight from the bowl? It was that... awkward. You know? Yeah, started, it was weird. started yeah. saying he wanted to punch people and how much he spent years resenting them, even though he'd only met them that night. It was, yeah, it was, but I've never had to apologize on behalf of somebody in my yeah. life since that night. When he was right. so drunk, he was screaming, I'm 29 still at his own mum. Uh, 29 forever. Okay. Yeah. Weird. 29 forever ladies um but also we agreed to never speak of that so appreciate that guys appreciate you calling me out here on the old podcast so how about uh we get into our uh whatever the fuck we got going on over here <laughs> Jimmy, this, uh, there, is no, there is no big survivor series podcast this is an intervention it always has been yeah it is. i didn't even is that know what we the banner recording. is for the banner that Can't says intervention read? no Clean your glasses, man. Drinking. Jimmy wrote his on paper. That's what he's trying to say. Uh, listen, no applause necessary, okay? I mean, I only... I went in, I gave myself half an hour to sort of test myself to see how good I could put together a Survivor Series show. And um, I don't know, man. I think I delivered. I mean, listen, my wrist still hurts from, you know, using the technology of the time. Uh, my quill kept running out of ink. It was very, very hard. I had to go squeeze... The ink from many, many um, octopi, I guess is the plural, octopuses, octopussy. I had to squeeze the uh, the, the ink yeah. from yeah, from many, many, many octopussy. Um, and uh, I'm just looking to get looking to uh, try and get into this because I really want to know what this fucking file is. I am so <laughs> bad. I am so bad at being like, you know, when somebody walks up to you and they're like, hey, I know you're busy right now, but I, I got to talk to you about something later. You're like, I will fucking drop everything you need to tell me i i think it's only fair that nathan goes last day to see this so i'm thinking we go order jimmy me nathan for our reveals here okay Scott, if you weren't the scottish sensation i would hate you so much more <laughs> but so we'll start with jimmy jimmy do you want to give us like the first part of your card do you have a pre-show i must ask um, no, I don't have a pre-show because no one watches them. Uh, blah, 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 Sam Roberts, blah, 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 Booker T, blah, 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 shucky-ducky, quack, quack. So do I 
give us set the scene for your Survivor Series. If you want to give us the first match or so, then feel free. But please introduce us to what you have brought to the table. Our opening video package takes starts out just outside what was the original In Your House set. It goes in through the door, and you see a bunch of wrestlers at a table. And at this table, there's a turkey, dead center. And of course, Ric Flair stands up as the elder statesman, and he goes to cut open the turkey, but not with a knife, with the piece of razor blade that he stuck in his, in his wrist tape. And he cuts it open, and out spills the stuffing of the gobbledygooker. And everybody is overjoyed. Everybody is immensely pleased. Camera cuts back to Ric Flair, who is also now bladed. And they all just celebrate and start throwing food at each other. Go in. Boom, Thunderdome. Boom, Pyro. Boom, announcers going like, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 37th annual fucking Survivor Series. We have a beautiful blah, 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 blah. And then the champion versus champion versus champion uh, women's match begins with Asuka taking on Sasha Banks, taking on Io Shirai. And it's spectacular. The match ends with uh, Asuka locking in the Asuka lock onto Sasha Banks. Io Shirai comes off the top rope just before Sasha Banks is about to pass out and hits the moonsault and pins Asuka for the one, two, three. Uh, great match. Nothing to really report home. I just happened to see this idea on the internet, and I really would like to see that. Um, and I came up with the finish myself. No applause necessary. <laughs> we see Randy Orton enter the arena to uh, thunderous booze. Uh, he runs into Drew McIntyre, big daddy Drew, and says he has no time uh, for him anymore. And tonight it's about shutting down the tribal chief. Drew stands there dejected as Randy walks off. Ooh. Uh, we move swiftly on. How, how far am I supposed to go? Well, how many, I was gonna ask, how many matches do you have? Because I've got, I do have a pre-show and I include my pre-show match. I have 10 matches. I have eight. And then okay. like a few, I've, I also have a few, uh, 24-7 segments. So I was going to say like, however you want to kind of divide it up, because I don't think you want to give too much too soon. I did, I was going to say, I didn't realize any of us were going to go with the brands thing. I think you may be the only one who's went with that. Jimmy, neither am I actually with that. I'll stop after this next match. We get yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> well, I'm asking, I'm asking you because I don't know if you went with the brand thing because I know I haven't. I'm just asking. Um, are you talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. I said Nathan. Oh, sorry, I wasn't sure. Um, this kind of, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm thank so you curious. For that. <laughs> We're gonna be uh, so so desperate not to give anything away. Like, I mean, yeah, there's one bit where they talk about it's kind of raw v smackdown but i don't think i don't think i mention a show's name raw or smackdown throughout any point of this fair enough so um, Jimmy, if you want to give any more before we go into my one and then onto whatever nathan has yeah I'll, uh, I'll give one more uh another champion versus champion match bobby trashley taking on Sami Zayn. uh the, the battle of the mid-card champions uh lots of run-ins from the hurt business of course um, Sammy is sort of getting beat up most of the time, but the Hurt Business comes down to try and, like, interject themselves because they don't want Lashley out there too long. Uh, after they get, uh, the Hurt Business ends up getting ejected, uh, and during all the scuffle and the chaos, Sammy hits Bobby with the, uh, icy title. Uh, Bobby continues to get up, so Sammy hits him with not one, not two, not, but three Haluva kicks and pins Bobby Lashley for the one, two, three, and Sammy Zayn runs out looking like Cesar Chavez or... 
wherever the fuck he's supposed to be, uh, Castro, uh, runs out looking like Sami Zayn playing Castro in a biopic and celebrates on his own being the best of us all over the world. Damn, that's a good idea. Someone note that down. Sami Zayn playing Castro in a biopic. That's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. All right, go ahead, Scott. Oh, so far, so good for you, and Nathan, uh, sorry, Jimmy, I'm enjoying it so far. I do have a pre-show, and like every time I came up with a match for my pre-show, I thought, that's too good for a pre-show, which is probably why I've ended up with 10 matches in, all, in total. But I have found a perfect match for my pre-show. It is what I've deemed an underground rules match. It's basically a raw underground match in the Thunderdome. All the ropes have been taken away, and it's Arturo Brujas taking on Chad Gable. And basically, it's presented as a shoot fight. We've got Shane McMahon not breaking up after 30 seconds. He's just standing on the outside. He's in the corner of uh, Arturo as He's got Babatunde standing beside him. And basically, after like a few minutes of like proper like grappling and pre- trying to present this as a shoot, Chad Gable taps out, uh, taps out Arturo Rojas. This is basically to remind people of how good Chad Gable is. He's an Olympic wrestler and everything. He's basically... He could be the modern-day Kurt Angle. He taps out Ruhas. He, d- he refuses to let go afterwards. You know, Shane McMahon and then a couple of refs come in to try and pull him off. And then Babatunde kind of stands up to him as if, like, what are you going to do? You're, like, you're so small. And then he goes to turn away. Jack Gable, Gable, Gable chop blocks Babatunde and locks in the ankle lock on him. Basically reminding people, it doesn't matter that he's short. That shouldn't be his gimmick. He's a fucking badass. <laughs> And basically, now we're setting up a future match between Babatunde and Chad Gable, where Chad Gable will tap him the fuck out. I like it. I love Chad Gable. That is, that we all. is pretty pretty spectacular. I'm glad that he's not Shorty G anymore. Uh, we do get one thing with the kickoff panel. No, you get the usual of Booker T, you know, multiple time tag team champions saying you can't have friends in the wrestling business. You know, idiot. And then you get R-Truth coming up. <laughs> he's on the hunt. He's, R-Truth is on the hunt for retribution because Slapjack took his 24-7 championship. He beat him for the 24-7 title on Raw. And Arturus is on the hunt to get his baby back. He's dressed as an old-timey like Sherlock Holmes-like detective. And he's on the hunt looking <laughs> all around the arena for the 24-7 title. And we'll check back in on Arturus later on. Our opening video package for the actual pay-per-view itself is basically like shots of old footage of great WWE moments, especially at Survivor Series. And then just cut like interspots with like the words retribution and then just highlights of the stuff Retribution's been up to, like beating people up, smashing generators, basically saying, please buy Retribution as a threat, because our main event depends on it. And basically hyping <laughs> up, the, hyping up the, main, the 515 main event involving Retribution, that is the key match of the show. And then every now and then just a flash, a, a gong sound, and it's quite flashy on Taker to remind you, 30th anniversary of The Undertaker's debut. And then after all the pyro and the Thunderdome, we have our commentary team, which is a mix of Raw and SmackDown. We have Samoa Joe, Corey Graves, and Michael Cole as our commentary team for the entire night. And the opening match is for the SmackDown tag team titles. Now, what you'll find in my card is some people haven't been drafted. Some people are drafted as shows they weren't. And just basically, like, fuck the draft. Or the SmackDown tag team champions of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods of the New Day are taking on the Usos. And the storyline here is ever since Hell in a Cell, the Usos have reluctantly been forced to join a new faction put together, a new version of the Bloodline put together by Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns has basically said to them, like, you better win this match all costs. You better bring gold back to the family. And basically, they have. 
a New Day Usos match that you'd expect. It's a great match to go about 15 minutes. Like the crowd, they piped in, they pipe in. This is awesome chance, but you gotta think people are thinking that anyway. And then when they can't put the New Day away, Roman comes down, and after the referee gets accidentally super hurt, he basically tells them, "Use the steel chair." But the Usos are refusing to use the steel chair, and Roman's like, "Don't think about your think about the family. Don't talk back to the tribal chief." But he takes too long. Kofi recovers. It's a trouble in paradise. Kicking, uh, he doesn't hit the chair, but he hits Jimmy with this chair. It hit Jimmy in the face with the trouble in paradise. They hit uh, whatever their tag, Kofi and uh, Xavier's tag finishes. I don't know if it's up, up, down, down or not. But referee recovers. Cover one, two, three. And Roman just like grabs Jay, who grabs whichever is on the outside who wasn't legal, just grabs them, just throws them in the barricade. as kind of basically punishment for, the, for losing and just walks away. And like, you got to think Roman Reigns should be focusing on his universal title match later on tonight, says the commentators. And that's my first few bits of severity. You'll you'll notice that I haven't actually thought of what happens in the matches other than a few examples for later on. Cohesive storytelling, my friend. Yeah, as always, everything makes sense. Yeah, Roman's going to be a big part of the severity going forward. This will not be the last time you see him. But ladies and gentlemen, who cares about that? Who cares about my card? It's time (laughs) to see what Nathan has brought us. Uh, Gentlemen, I sent you a file before the recording. Would you mind? Oh, I know. I know. I can't. You're shitting me. <laughs> <laughs> Look at like actual to, play. Would you like to tell people the title of your glorious? You know, I didn't write a wrestling show. I did. I wrote a short film instead that happens to take place during a wrestling show. So welcome to Survivor Series 2020: The Art of the Deal by Nathan Greenaway. Jimmy's reading the oh, blue. Like if you wouldn't mind reading the yellow, and I will read everything else. All right, sir. Okay. okay, internal, dark room, night, Sunday, uh, 4.30 p.m., two and a half hours before Survive series, series starts, a dimly lit room with a light swing back and forth shows a business table, one of those fancy ones rich people have. <laughs> Sat at one end is Vince McMahon, across from him, Mustafa Ali in a weird retribution mask. Vince looks pissed. You got a lot of nerve. Vince checks the palm of his hand. Ali, coming to one of my big four pay-per-views. Can someone turn on that damn light? And shouts in a way only he can. John Cena turns on the main light to this very fancy and lovely room. Everything is super expensive looking. Behind Ali is all the Retribution members looking menacing. Vince is flanked by John Cena and Eugene. <laughs> Mustafa Ali. For years, Vince, for, for years, Vince, people like you have judged me for the way that I look and dress. But how will people respond when I leak? those pictures online vince is visibly stunned he leans back in his chair made of ivory and looks directly at john cena who shrugs vince look pal let's not get ahead of ourselves vince checks the note on his palm again ali if you just look at that lock if you can just get that lock box back with the contents inside i will give you your push everyone wants their push right even you right vince leans in and gives ali a super creepy smile ali Looking a bit taken aback by the sexuality of the stare from Vince, whispers something into whichever one is Dio Madden's ear. Now, this is meant to say, is he like okay, uh, Jimmy? Ali. Is he like okay? Madden stands back up, looks at Vince, who is still smirking, then leans back down to whisper back into Ali's ear. Yeah, he's just weird. Trust me, I know. I was on commentary once. Ali, turning to look directly back at the genetic jackhammer, recomposes himself before responding. Ali, 
I don't want my push, Vince. Vince looks stunned. Ali continues. Well, let me rephrase. I do want my push. Vince begins to smirk again, kind of like Jim Carrey in any movie he ever does. At this point, Eugene begins to cry and hugs Vince. Cena grabs Eugene by the ear and the bitch slaps him. Cena. <laughs> Don't you ever touch my lover again. Is that your John Cena impression? Jeez. I, I don't, I'm trying not. I'm trying to get through the, that sentence without laughing. My, my Vince impression turned into fucking Vincent D'Onofrio and Daredevil. <laughs> Cena then throws Eugene into a very nice chair made from the skin of a killer whale. Ali continues after taking a sip of what I guess is water. Ali. I want a match tonight. The Ali turns around and counts the members of Retribution. One, two, three, four. five of us against five WWE All-Stars. Vince with joy. All-Stars, you say? Vince bolts up to his feet and leans across. Ali does the same. Both men extend their arms and roughly shake hands. Ali with conviction. If we win, I will show you, show the world what's in this box. Vince's eyes open so wide, almost unnaturally wide, and he licks his lips. The homoerotic handshake ends. Ali stares at his now incredibly oily hand. A single spotlight illuminates Vince McMahon. He looks up as if looking towards the stars. Vince angrily. My truth could be exposed tonight in the main event. Interesting. I just wanted to hear everyone's different impression of Vince. CGI fire appears in the foreground as a six-minute anime opening sequence begins. (laughs) I just seem to have got to be now. External, 90 minutes before Survivor Series starts. Car park of the Thunderdome building. Roman Reigns is getting out of what I guess is, of his, I guess, Hummer, wearing nothing but black jeans, holding the Universal title. Paul Heyman, wearing a maid's outfit, runs up to him. Heyman. Oh, big dog. How are you feeling? Is there anything I can do for you? God, all your impressions sound the same. Like, I do, I, it's, it's after midnight. I'm trying. I've got people are sleeping. I've Roman, got push, <laughs> Roman pushes Heyman's hands off his shoulder. Paul looks down, knowing he fucked up. Reigns. <laughs> Shut up, old man. I'm super cool now. <laughs> Roman slings his universal title over his huge left shoulder. Reigns. Tonight, Paul, what am I going to do? Roman stares directly at the fat man with his super angry eyes. Heyman slowly lifts his head up to meet his, to meet his guy's gauge, gaze and responds with fear. Heyman. Kill Biggie. Roman pulls a shotgun <laughs> out of nowhere. This is... Where it completely got away from me. Roman pulls a shotgun out of nowhere and does that cool thing, a cool movie thing of loading it with one hand. Roman. Believe that. A loud gunshot appears out of nowhere. Blood trickles down Roman's head and he drops to his knees, then to his front. Roman is dead. (laughs) Heyman screams. (laughs) The camera zooms forward to a rooftop where Big E lays on his stomach looking through the sight of a big sniper rifle. Wearing full camo and face paint, he laughs before saying to himself, Biggie. Well, would you believe that? Sirens from all directions start and red lights appear all over Biggie's body. He panics and tries to run towards the door on the roof, but officers burst through the door. He immediately drops to his knees. <laughs> this is the stupidest idea. Cameras zoom in on Marge Hackleburgers from CSI. She coolly removes her awesome sunglasses from her face. Marge. 
I hope you like your pancakes with a side of she turns turns straight straight to camera. Justice. Yeah! In fate's Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, This is going to be a long day. I have a feeling, Scott, that we're going to be, like, so done with our cards by the time we get to the 22nd page of this. This is fantastic. This is everything I hoped it would be in more. We could do more if you need more, if you want me to do more pages before we move on. Uh, no, I think that's enough for now. We'll, we'll have a little <laughs> bit. Jimmy, not that it matters, but what happens next on your subscription? <laughs> Agreed, not that it matters, but next up is my Women's Survivor Series match. Team Raw, consisting of Naomi, Lacey Evans, Peyton Royce, Mickey James, and Mandy, take on Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Bailey, Billy Kay, Liv Morgan, and Ruby Riot. Uh, gets all the way down to Bailey versus Naomi and Mickey. The lights go down and Retribution comes out and Reckoning beats Mickey down and drags her away. Bailey takes advantage of the chaos and hits Naomi with a chair and pins her. That's the end of that. Uh, first 24-7 segment is next. And the 24-7 segment where you see R-Truth standing in front of the, uh, in the back, disguised as the gobbledygooker. Uh, Gulak comes up in the <laughs> same costume um, and... Uh, Gulak takes his mask off and goes, well, one of us is going to have to change. And then Truth takes his mask off and he starts to complain <laughs> about like only having one costume and it's not fair that he would have to be the one to change. And Gulak, before he responds, they just starts fighting our truth And they fight and they scuffle for a while, but our truth runs off and he is chased by literally everyone because it's Survivor Series. Next up, uh, Winner stays on their, uh, their uh, Survivor Series team and does not need to be replaced. It is Matt Riddle from, uh, or I'm sorry, Riddle from Raw and Daniel Bryan from SmackDown going one-on-one. The winner gets to stay on their Survivor Series team and Riddle gets the win over Bryan, which means Bryan is now out of the men's Survivor Series match and will have to be replaced. That's drama. Yep. Yeah. That's all you're you're giving us for now? Yeah. Uh, That's, yeah, that's it for now. Next up, because I don't want to do too many Survivor Series matches, I just did one more other than my main event because I couldn't be honest, like throwing together random teams. So instead, I've got a six-man tag up next. It's the Street Profits and Daniel Bryan taking on Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Nakamura, which weirdly they could actually do now, given they're on SmackDown. I have it down that during the entrance, Daniel Bryan comes out, and then the Street Profits join him on stage, and Bryan joins Dawkins to doing that like stirring motion he used to do. And I have it down. Brian does it like a like a dad trying to be cool and down with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> down with the kids. Basically, a lot of this is Sammy not wanting to be in the ring with Brian because Brian is a threat to Sammy's Intercontinental Championship. And also, and also Cesaro and Nakamura getting a shot because they've been they've been royally fucked over the last month or so. I think personally, uh, it's a solid match. Uh, and uh, but Brian hits the running knee on Cesaro, and then the Street Profits, Montez uh, Ford hits his frog flash on Cesaro for the win, and then uh, Brian grabs the Intercontinental title, holds it off, and basically to say, hey, Sammy, I'm coming for it, and Sammy just starts yelling at people, like, that's not yours, that's my, you didn't, or, that's my title, I'm the Intercontinental. Cut backstage, here uh, the Pink Panther team's song with a few notes changed, so we can't get sued, as a uh, our Chris is there with a massive magnifying glass looking around for retribution, looking in random uh, rooms in the corridor. And then you see somebody clearly hauling onto the side of the wall, dressed as a ninja, and it's a Kurozawa. <laughs> but uh, our Chris acts like he can't see him, like he's somewhere invisible. And you hear, truth, 
Who said that? Truth. Tazawa, where are you at? I'm here. Where? And he just, Art, Tazawa lets go of the wall and stands right in front of him like, where the hell did you come from? And basically, they, they, they agreed to team up to find Retribution together. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, next up, I have a four corners match for the women's tag team titles. I know I said I wasn't doing like the uh, league brand thing, but this is like a team because it's already. I do have a team from every brand challenging Naya and Shayna. I have from Raw the Iconics because they should never have broken up. That was a stupid thing to do. Absolutely. Uh, the SmackDown team is uh, Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, and the Smack and the NXT team is Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And basically, it's a one fall to a finish thing. Uh, Nia and Jane are really struggling to hold it together to act like a team and not fall out. You know, their fr- their their team is just like you know walking along the razor's edge, as it were. And then things mm-hmm. finally come to a head when uh, Shayna, when Nia accidentally gets knocked into Shayna by the I, by the riot squad, and Shayna goes flying off the apron into the barricade. Nia gets rolled up, and the riot squad end up winning this tag team titles because my main thought into this was what happens after the match where finally we're going to get the implosion where uh, Tina comes up holding the back of her head after she has the barricade like shoving Naya asking, like what the hell is wrong with you you just cost us the tag team titles and like Naya's like I can't deal with this she goes to walk away and then you hear some like cheers like what, what's happening and then out from the crowd who is it that's Simone Johnson she hits the rock slide which is basically her version of the rock <laughs> Yes, the rock bottom on Shayna Baszler. Naya looks there like confused, like, what the hell are you doing? And then she looks down the ramp. Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns are walking down. And uh, Simone picks up Shayna, and then she looks back over at Roman Reigns. And Roman says to Naya, are you with us or not? And Naya kind of looks at them, looks back at Shayna, takes out her most deadly finisher, the punch to the face, as you remember what happened to Beckham. <laughs> and she punches. She basically, I found she crushes Shayna's face with her right hand and then puts Shayna through a table. Roman now has two female members of his new Simone faction, Simone Johnston and Nia Jax. Wow. That's really good. That's a lot of drama. I mean, you want to talk about drama, you should hear the next couple of matches I'm going to have. But you know what? I think it's time to put my car on hold and go back to Nathan Greenaway's uh, radio drama, as it is at this point. Last we left off, uh, Roman Reigns is dead, and Biggie got arrested. So internal referee's room. I apparently forgot to write a time. Uh, a reporter shoves a microphone into to the face of an unnamed referee. Reporter. So, who won? Ref. Well, uh, we are... checked the rule book, and well, um, it's been ruled that the match was a no contest, but uh, the, uh, a corpse. Can't be Universal Champion so well now, it's vacant. The camera zooms in behind the ref as the title appears to be hovering and then disappears. Scene fades. Internal evening like Seven-ish. Thunderdome. (laughs) Beastie Boy's Brass Monkey plays as a panoramic shot of the Thunderdome. Are shown, is shown, poor English by me. Asuka and Sasha Banks are putting on a clinic. Some smark wearing an AEW shirt is pulled off his screen in the front row. Uh, Asuka defeats Banks via submission. You guys are going to be super mad about this scene. <laughs> Internal, evening, like 7.20-ish. Backstage, Thunderdome. 
Uh, wacky scene transition takes us to the back where Sasha Banks is icing her shoulder and holding her SmackDown Women's title. A very nice suit-wearing Bailey walks up to her looking all smug. Bailey. In front of the world, Sasha, you once again showed you're just not at that level. Sasha Banks I, I, need, to, I need to eternally go ding-dong to kind of get the character of Bailey. Yeah, I Dude, didn't think I about that. I just want to say smarmy uh, Valley Girl Scott is officially my favorite. That's pretty good. Sasha Banks ponders her existence, still icing her hurty shoulder. Uh, Bailey continues to mock her former bestie, Bailey. Sorry, just read, just read you got so <laughs> lucky against me in the Carolina Pole match last Friday on SmackDown, which you can watch live on Fox. But when it came to standing up for the good people at Fox, you just lost to USA's champion. Let's see, I'm using like the TV people. Uh, Bailey spits on the floor, indicating she does not like the USA channel. <laughs> Sasha Banks, crying like a nerd, looks up. Makeup running down her face. She drops her ice pack on the floor. Bailey leans in super close to Banks' sad face. Bailey. You should have joined me, Sasha. You could have been so much more than this. It should be banned. It's more than this. Sorry. Grandma, that is. Yeah, it's poor. <laughs> I Guys. fucking knew it. I fucking <laughs> knew it. I knew that this was coming up. Bailey pulls down a collar, revealing two small marks on her neck. Loud footsteps can be heard behind Bailey. Camera pans up to see Blade. <laughs> Blade. Join us, Snoop Dogg's niece. Become the daywalker you were always meant to be. <laughs> Shayna Baszler appears out of shadows and squares up to Blade, standing between him and Sad Banks. Shayna. You like biting necks, huh? She spits her mouth on the floor. Camera pans back to reveal Blade as a huge boner. <laughs> Shayna <laughs> places her hand on his bulge and whispers, Wanna bite me? Wanna bite mine? Sorry. <laughs> Blade and Shayna engage in a super weird neurotic kiss. They pull each other out of the frame. Loud moans from both are heard down the hall as they leave to go vampire bone. <laughs> Sasha looks straight to the eyes of Bailey, stands up and says loudly with defiance, Sasha. Bite me. Scene fades. Do you want me to do more? Yeah, I'll keep going. Keep going. Yes, please. Internal, Vince's office, as Ziggler and Ruda losing a tag match. A loud... <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I just skipped a bit. A loud sigh of relief is heard as the Street Profits win a cross-brand gauntlet match, last pinning Rude and Ziggler. Vince is pacing back and forth. John Cena looks bewildered, sat in a chair made entirely from Twitter fans' tears. Vince. <laughs> Being blackmailed at my own pay-per-view, I give my blood sweat. And other people's tears to build this company. Vince stands up and salutes Vin- uh, John Cena. Sorry, stands up and salutes Vince. Cena, permission to speak, my big strong boy. Vince stops pacing and licks his lips while staring at Cena's well-defined pecs. God, did I write erotica? I think you, uh, this is exactly yes, yes. what this is turning into. Yeah. You wrote fucking Fifty Shades of Survivor series. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vince. Granted, you hunk of beef. Cena still saluting. Cena. Oh my god. <laughs> we just need the perfect team to beat those nobodies. Like when I ruined several careers ten years ago by making fools out of those Nexus nobodies, ignoring smart advice from Edge and Chris Jericho, whoever he is. I've never heard of him. Vince looks up past the weird hair of his lover. Vince. The perfect team, you say. Vince suddenly turns to stare at an empty chair made entirely out of Ted Turner's testicles. Vince. 
Where is Eugene? Zena, still saluting. Zena. I don't know, you stud. In fades. Do you want more? No, I think I've, 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 I think that's fine. <laughs> You've had now. enough for the minute. <laughs> I need a rest right now. Jimmy, please. You're good. I, I think I need a cigarette. Um, so next up is the champion versus champion tag team title match to unify the division. Um, it is also a, TLC, a TLC match. The Street Profits take on the New Day. Um, and in my head, I always sort of really wanted one SmackDown title and one Raw title next to each other. Or if I can't have that, the giant penny ones on the black the, the black straps. Either way, that's what I want. Uh, Profits win by a split second, uh, wherein uh, this is just the thought of the spot that I had where um, Angelo Dawkins and uh, Xavier Woods are on the ladder. Um, Kofi Kingston pushes it over. But it bounces off the ropes, and Montez Ford comes off the top rope, lands on the ladder, and grabs the titles real quick. Uh, so the match is really dope. The the uh, the finish is pretty cool. They shake hands uh, at the end of the match uh, and with the New Day, who uh, then attack them, turning heel, and vow to take their division back. Um, the McMahons are in the back celebrating a successful Summer uh, SummerSlam Survivor Series uh, so far. The lights go out, and Taker shows up. Uh, they talk briefly about 30 years of Taker. Uh, the lights go back out again, and you hear Bray, Bray laughing. Uh, the lights come back up, and you see Rambling Rabbit with a note saying, Let him in, written in Rambling Rabbit's, uh, Rambling Rabbit's blood. They're all scared. Scene fades out. Uh, at the commentary position, Tom Phillips begins to talk uh, until you can see in the background that Truth is seen hiding next to the screens in the Thunderdome in early 1990s Taker gear. Uh, <laughs> Gulak approaches dressed as 90, early 90s Mankind, and they fight. Uh, Gulak wins the title again and runs off, and as he runs through the curtain, he just runs into the Undertaker, uh, and then he falls down, and Undertaker steps on him, becoming the 24-7 champion. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. And uh, that's, that's all I'm going to give for now. Uh, I'm very proud. I was very happy when I came up with the, these next couple of matches, by the way. Uh, next up, it's Nikki Cross taking on Alexa Bliss in a Firefly Funhouse match. Ooh. Yeah, because you remember that thing? Remember Nikki said she was going to try and get Alexa back and then didn't? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then we have, we have Nikki backstage being interviewed. She's like, she doesn't quite know what she's in for. She's going to do everything she can to get back Alexa Bliss. Like, she's not the same Alexa that I know. And, like, mid-interview, suddenly the, we are really glad that you're... <laughs> and then it was, uh, Mr. Rogers, Bray Wyatt, coming out going, well, yeah, we, wow, we, we're going to have a special friend here today, Nikki Cross. And, uh, like, I'm sure she and Alexa are going to have a lot of fun here today. And then he leaves through the door, and then suddenly Alexa, uh, Nikki appears in the funhouse, not knowing how she got here. She wanders through the door as well. She runs into Rambling Rabbit, who talks about how much of a fan he is of her. Like, wow, Nikki Cross, you're like the best in the galaxy, girl. Because that was her nickname on the end. He's the best in the galaxy. I would like to, real quick, I would like to amend my statement from earlier saying that Sassy Scott is my favorite. <laughs> um, Rambling Rabbit Scott is now my favorite. Go on. Uh, I have many faces. I'm like McFoley. <laughs> but, and Nikki, she's like, but I remember once like, you don't want to go any further. It's not worth it. She's too far gone. 
and then <laughs> she's too far gone. She's too far gone. <laughs> uh, she walks in. Nikki uh, Alexis sitting on a rocking chair, somewhere to breathe, and like Nikki's pleading with her, like, "Come on, come with me. This isn't you. Like, you've been brainwashed over." And Alexis just kind of looks over that creepy stare, like, "I'm." I'm right where I need to be. And she sprays uh, glitter and crosses eyes to kind of go with the weird like face gimmick she used to have in NXT before she joined with uh, Blake and Mercer. She blinds Nikki with the thing and she starts stumbling. And she finally clears. She suddenly starts having visions. She's getting, she's getting flashbacks to sanity. She's seen images of uh, Alexander Wolfe, uh, Killian Dane, not Eric Young. He's dead to WWE now. She even finds her old jacket on... Uh, Finds her old jacket on like on the ground, and you hear Alexi Alexa standing in a ring that suddenly appeared. Like Nikki, I'm, it's not me that's changed. It's you. What happened? What happened to the twisted sister? What happened to you? Like join us. You can be that person again. And like basically, Nikki doesn't want any part of it. And then Alexa just looks angry and it's like fine. And then she tries to see forearms crossed in the face. Like Nikki's like, I don't want to have to fight you. But Nikki just Alexa just keeps punching her and punching her, and she then she eventually shoves her back and like Alexa smells like yes that's what you need to be, and I haven't written much more of this but uh, Nikki just eventually goes mental she's beating down she grabs a chair she starts attacking uh, Alexa with the chair and then she goes looks at the jacket she's tempted to put it on she doesn't and then suddenly Alexa appears back up with those gloves that she's had like pain and play. And she took cross arms around, like the locks in the mandible claw, and basically, uh, eventually, she passes it. Bray Wyatt appears wearing a referee shirt, but still somehow looks like a sweater, and <laughs> and Nikki's shoulders down for three, and eventually the bell rings. Then Alexa, Nikki disappears, and Bray Wyatt raises Alexa's hand, and uh, basically she has some creepy message in the car, like Nikki's gonna play with us forever and then cut back to commentary where the commentators are like what the fuck did we just watch good god that was perfect thank you i really wish i'd spaced out this match from the next match i'm gonna have a sure have had the six man tag in between these two because up next for the first time since 1999 it's the love her or leave her match it's dominic Mysterio <laughs> versus murphy i love it i love it <laughs> originally I was going to try and do some custody Villia match I think no she's too old for that and also it's involves Dominic how can he have custody Villia so that made no sense so yeah basically <laughs> they have a big promo package basically not like how conflicted Villia is like she loves clearly loves Murphy but she doesn't want to dis- disappoint her family and basically this is just like a no DQ match it's basically a street fight between Dominic and Murphy and they just kill each other like Dominic sends six one nines in his chairs. Uh, he goes for a dive to the table, but Murphy moves. Murphy positions Dominic next to the and it's a re-trigger. At one point, he even con- considers like doing the the eye spot to Dominic, but then reconsiders it. Uh, Dominic fights out of Murphy's law, uh, hits the three amigos at one point, and then uh, goes for a frog slide. Murphy crawls to the outside, thinking he's out of harm's way. Dominic dies to a crossbody on the outside. And then he looks at the steel sets and he says, no, I'm going to do it. And he, he tries to drive 
Murphy's face into the steel steps until Leah comes out. She begs him to stop. She's like, I love him and everything. Like, like, like you don't know what you're talking about. He just he throws Murphy back in the ring and he goes to finish Murphy. Then Leah slides in low blow to Dominic. Uh, another V trigger by by Murphy. It's Murphy's Law. One, two, three. Murphy wins. He hugs Aaliyah after the match. Aaliyah has aligned herself with Murphy. And then after the match, just for good venture, they just beat up uh, Dominic with a couple of candlesticks. <laughs> I, lo- I love all of that. I'm here for the drama, dude. Thank you. Yes, I, I went from horror movie to some sort of soap opera. Telenovela at fest. Speaking of soap operas, back to, back to what Nathan has for us. Meanwhile, internal unknown unknown. Some sort of cave. Alexa Bliss is is dragging an unconscious Eugene and throws him onto a weird contraption that is kind of like a table, but is uh, also clearly isn't a table. Uh, the fiend stands holding a candle, uh, presumably at one end. Alexa, wearing exactly what you expect, walks up to her leader. Alexa, I brought you the one you asked for, Vince's puppet. Fiend turns his head in that way of his and stares into the eyes of his. I've seen I meant to say girl, but I didn't write girl. Into the eyes of his girl. Uh, Bray Wyatt appears the other side of Alexa. Bray. You have angered him, Miss Bliss. <laughs> Sorry. Is this all I do declare Bray Wyatt? Jesus. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Fiend stabs the burning end of, of his candle straight for the eye socket of Eugene. Uh, whose body flails before coming to a sudden stop. Bray walking around Bliss with his hands behind his back. Bray. We asked for Vince's right hand. His everything. Everyone knows he doesn't care about his son. Just check Twitter every time it's Shane's birthday. <laughs> now, presumably I forgot that Swoggle was Vince's son and not, and Eugene was Eric's like kid or something. So in my world, yeah. Eugene is Vince's son. Um, that was my mistake. Poor research. Poor research. Uh, Alexa drops to her knees in front of the fiend. Fiend looks down and tilts his head, kind of like a puppy. Uh, Bray begins to chuckle. <laughs> Bring us John Cena. Attitude. Bray flicks a switch on the side of the cave, and the bodies of Hulk Hogan, Goldberg, Batista, and Trish Stratus are shown all with strings attached to them like puppets. Alexa and the fiend kiss exactly the way you'd imagine. Uh, scene fates internal thunderdome like an hour in probably <laughs> <laughs> ricochet uh so i've seen i meant to say u.s champ but it's another typo ricochet u.s champ defeats john morrison ic champ the match will be entirely animated in a comic book style ricochet pow jomo whack ricochet smack jomo grunts <clears throat> Camera will pan around as they both jump and pause in the air. Uh, they then do backflips, endless flips, forcing the air around them into a tornado. Uh, camera zooms in on Owen Wilson on one of the Thunderdome screens. Owen Wilson. Wow. Knew you'd have a good Owen Wilson. Just Thank you. knew it. You. Both men fall to the ground. Ricochet lands on top. And the ref, now wearing a raincoat, counts to fall. Ref. One. Two. Three. Camera pans to Owen I'm trying to referee from any video wrestling video game ever. It's perfect. Camera pans to Owen Wilson again. Wilson. Wow. Scene fades. Wow. Do you want wow. more scenes or will that do for now? Keep it going. We still okay. got like 10 more pages. 
Okay. Internal, yeah, we'll internal backstage in a room filled with suited people, uh, whilst Drew is beating Alistair Black. Uh, Postman Pierce reads a piece of paper and slams it down on a very business-like table. It's clearly made of decent wood. Camera pans around to see, uni- see the Universal title across the table, hovering in front of a chair. Pierce is clearly frustrated. Pierce. So, to get this straight, you'll give us back the title if we simply acknowledge you as the most decorated champion in history? Vacant? Vacant stuns the world with his thick German accent. Vacant. Yeah. <laughs> the power of vacant was played by Huskis the Pig Boy. It was perfect. Everyone is taken aback. Uh, when I've seen it, let's say here, when they hear that European twang, Pierce walks around the table and extends his hand, looking for a handshake, but accidentally slaps vacant in the face. He throws Adam through the nearby window. Vacant. Don't touch me. <laughs> the title is thrown across the room. Scene fades. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's the... keep it going. Oh god, this this one. Oh god. Scene fades. External. Oh, no. Have you just read ahead? Uh, just slightly. External alleyway outside the arena. It's dark, so like tennis. Uh, Charlotte, Lana, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, and Mandy Rose, all wearing matching pantsuits and rounding and riding horses, trot to the top of the alley. Charlotte is wearing a crown. Charlotte. Oh, SmackDown! We have arrived. They all get off their horses, who are also wearing matching pantsuits. <laughs> oh, that was so dumb of mine. <laughs> a loud howl is heard in the distance as five wolves appeared, ho- appear holding their chains our team Smackdown wearing matching biker leather as Sonia, Bianca Belair, Ruby Wright, Liv Morgan and Shotzi Blackheart stop at the other end of the alley Evanescence is bring me to life bless out from a boombox Shotzi brought with her Charlotte now suddenly wearing sunglasses steps into the streetlight and dramatically turns to camera Charlotte guess Raw really is rips off her sunglasses War. How is that? I said war. War. Okay. Lana is seen shrugging in the background. Uh, What commences now, I would only presume, is some sort of brutal knife fight whilst the music from Lord of the Rings plays. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) Sonia Deville brutally punches out Lacey Evans. See what I did there? I took the hit. Uh, Sonia. How's that for a woman? Rips off her sunglasses and looks at the camera. <laughs> right. Lana in the background fighting for Wolf takes a second to shrug. Uh, the rest of the match is montage until just Charlotte is left standing on the neck of Sonia. I don't know why I included this bit coming up, but I thought it was funny. Charlotte. Uh, I'm just I'm going to drop the accent and just say it. Um, I appreciate all you do for the LGBT community. And I get this is a bad look on me, but I'm dating a minority. So I feel like this image isn't so bad. Oh, my God. I just presume that's how she would react. Sonia gasping for breath. Sonia. Why did you feel the need to say that? Charlotte releases Sonia from beneath a boot and sits down on the corpse of a horse. <laughs> Jimmy, if you wouldn't mind reading this bit, I forgot to highlight Charlotte. Oh, um, 
I guess in 2020, you always feel the need to justify your actions. Uh, maybe I, I just think too much about this stuff. Uh, Lana, I was meant to say stands. Lana stands up in the background covered in wolf blood and stabs Charlotte in the neck with one of their fangs. Lana in her best Russian accent. Lana Crush! <laughs> Sonia still gasping for air. Sonia. Why did you do that? Lana shrugs and feasts of wolf flesh she was also holding. Scene fades. Oh my god. Oh, I'm going to stop there because the next bit is just kind of my main event bit. Okay. What do you guys think so far? Do you think Netflix are going to buy it? I think that that you are somehow getting really, really good drugs, obviously. Is there a way post COVID we could get together and make this happen? Like, we don't have, we can't get the actual people in, but come on. I feel like we could get the actual people in. Yeah, they'd be down for, totally down for this. Yeah. What's Sonia Deville doing now? She'd be fine well, to be. I mean, sorry, was... sorry, I, cu- I couldn't resist. Ah. I mean, n- n- neither, never mind. On. Yeah, swiftly Wait. moving on. Champion versus champion. Uh, Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Uh, it's a very good match. Roman and Randy trade verbal jabs whenever they're in control. Uh, there is a ref bump at some point, which uh, is when Drew McIntyre uh, comes out towards uh, the end to hit a claymore, but misses Randy and hits Roman, who rolls out of the ring. Uh, Drew then eats an RKO and is out. Uh, Randy goes to lift up Roman and hit another RKO, but the lights go out and the fiend is suddenly standing there. Instead, he hits the mandible claw slam and disappears. Roman, uh, then enters the ring and straps on the guillotine choke and the ref stops the match. As I, (laughs) that, that, I just thought that was a fun way to do that match. Um, Taker is, Taker is in the back with his brand new 24 seven title, by the way, uh, (laughs) He runs, he runs into Truth, uh, still dressed like early 90s Taker. They talk briefly, and Taker accepts an impromptu arm wrestling match for, for the 24-7 title. Uh, a ref then wheels in a table. Taker obviously lets Truth win because he was so sad after losing the title earlier. Uh, Truth celebrates like he's won uh, at the main event of WrestleMania. Six exclamation points for some reason, by the way. Um, Taker shakes his head as Truth exits. Uh, you hear in the other superstars chasing down truth again uh and then i have just uh two more matches uh so i'll leave that for the end two matches including your main event yes including yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i have three matches and then my main event so i think i'll do those three and then i'll say my main event while do when we come back around so next up we have the universal championship match at roman reigns defending against mr money in the bank john morrison where basically everything in my world was kind of the same except for the fact that it was John Morrison that defeated Otis uh, for the title. Uh, also, I didn't have Tucky turn on, uh, Tucker turn on Otis. Uh, I just you. had Morrison beat uh, Otis by nefarious means. And uh, he says, like, I don't need to sneak up on you from behind. You know, you may be the tribal chief, but I'm Johnny Drip Drip. I'm the mayor of Slam Town. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> He comes out with the Miz in his corner, and Roman brings out uh, Paul Heyman and the Usos. He just occasionally gives sideward glances to the Usos, like you guys fucked up earlier on. And well, this goes around 20 minutes, and it's just a awesome match, you know. Morrison can to play the de facto face because, like, he's doing all his cool parkour shit, like diving, flipping over Roman when he goes for a spear, 
goes for shooting star- Starship Pain, but Roman moves out of the way, hits the Superman punch. Uh, looks in the guillotine like he reaches, Morrison reaches out for Miz's help. Miz goes to help, but he sees like Miz pushes the ropes towards him so he can get onto the, the ropes. And then there's a bit earlier where Roman basically orders the Usos to go after the Miz. And, well, Miz basically gets chased off the ramp by the Usos just basically walking near him. And uh, there's a point where Miz could have helped uh, Morrison when he, behind the rest back when Roman had him beat. But basically Miz doesn't help Morrison because it's through fear of the Usos, even though the Usos aren't doing anything. And that's going to be used to set up dissension between Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey, ho, ho. And then Roman eventually chokes out, uh, chokes out John Morrison and retains the Universal Championship. Uh, we go backstage. There's a segment with Roman just walking straight through backstage and just yelling at the Usos like, "See, that's how a champion gets it done." And he mentions that tomorrow night on Raw, Nia and Simone are going to get back the women's tagging titles and they're going to bring them to the family. You guys can learn a lesson from that. And then Biggie walks up to. Walks up to Roman and Diesel's basically like, "What the hell happened to you guys? What the hell? Like, like he's like, guys, we got like a long way. Why are you guys taking this from him?" And Roman just squares up to him like, "He's talking about the tribal chief. You better look me in the eye." And this is basically setting up Biggie taking the universal title from Roman Reigns at a WrestleMania. Ooh, shit! That is nice. very nice. I like it. I like it. Next up, I have one of two uh, traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. Uh, I, this is all, an all-women's match. And I miss the days when Survivor Series matches just had weird names to do with whoever the captain was. So, his uh, team is the legit bosses versus may I speak to your manager. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Sasha Banks, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Naomi and Mickey James. Taking on Bailey, Charlotte, Carmella, Selena Vega, and Natalia. The main wow. Thing, you know, <laughs> oh my main God. Thing, the main thing, brand wise, you really need to know is that most of Sasha's team are raw and most of the Baileys are smashing because Sasha got drafted to raw during the draft, so Bailey used that as it's good to not give Sasha her title shot. Uh, Asuka is still the raw women's champion. The main thing, uh, this comes down to Sasha and Asuka left for her team. And Bailey and Charlotte left for their team, and basically, this there's some dissension between Sasha and Asuka where, like, they're not falling out. Well, they are, but like, they're just struggling to work as a team. And basically, there's a miscommunication where Asuka accidentally backhands Sasha, getting her eliminated. And while Sasha's shouting at Asuka from the outside, uh, Charlotte, like Bailey, uh, attacks hits uh, Asuka from behind with the title belt. And then hits her weird face first finisher thing. But then Charlotte reaches out, tags herself in, and pins Asuka after Bailey's done all the work. Which is then leading to Sasha winning the Raw Women's title from uh, Asuka and Bailey losing the SmackDown Women's title to Charlotte. So then Bailey wins the Rumble, challenges Sasha for the Raw Women's title at WrestleMania. Yes, I thought really far ahead with some of these stories. I like wow. it. It's I a like good story. A I like that a lot. Uh, semi-main event is for the WWE Championship uh, as Randy Orton defend the title that he won at Clash of Champions in my world against Oh, Bask in his glory. Oh, Against Keith Lee. Uh, Randy's doing, taking his sweetheart's time going to walk in down the ramp. He's moving all slow. 
and then because he's not paying attention, Lee sneaks out the ring and runs along the side and basically pounces Orton during his entrance. And that's how the match starts off. Eventually, Orton kind of kicks the ropes as Lee's getting back in the ring to kind of get, gain an advantage. Uh, Orton's doing his best. He's always looking for like, a small piece of advantage. Like he's like, clawing at the eyes, using like the ropes to his advantage, trying to sneak in low blows. He's like, doing everything he can because he knows that he's outmatched size-wise against Keith Lee. Eventually, he keeps going for the RKO, but Lee just shoves him off. Uh, goes for a pounce. He moves out, Orton moves out the way and dry, sends Lee into an exposed turnbuckle RKO. But Lee manages to get his foot on the bottom rope. Goes for a punt kick. Lee pounces Orton up for a spirit bomb. Flips Orton over. Lifts him up for a big bang catastrophe. One, two, three. Keith Lee defeats Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. And he's celebrating like all the people with the Thunderdome like, yeah, I did it. Out comes Drew McIntyre, who wasn't granted his rematch against Orton. Comes out, he shakes, he offers a handshake to Keith Lee, like, well done, but sir, earlier, I'm going to come for that title. It seems like they're being respectful, they shake hands. Drew goes to pull Lee, Lee pulls him back in, pop up, spirit bomb. Keith Lee turns heel on Drew McIntyre. He then hits a second spirit bomb on the ring apron. Again, a storyline to go to WrestleMania. Very nice. That's amazing. Oh, shit, I forgot a, a segment in between uh, the last couple of matches. Where basically, Tozawa and Truth's investigation takes them to the boiler room, where, according to Truth, everybody knows this is where the bad guys hang out, and they think they've found somebody. Turns out it's mankind. Then, like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, this is Mick Foley. Takes the mask off, it's Dennis Knight. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you listen to the most recent episode of Retro Smackdown, you'll get why that's funny. But then they, they, they continue, like, where's Retribution? Like, I don't know who Retribution is. What are you doing down here? I've been down here since 1999. I've been down here since 2000. You didn't tell me when I could go home. What year is this? <laughs> and, uh, like, the case continues, Watson. And to the, like, my name's not Watson. <laughs> and that's everything I have until my main event. So I've only got my main event left because, for some reason, Word added a couple of pages. So it's actually two less pages. So oh, you okay. just want my main event now? Do this. Right, Internal Thunderdome gorilla position whenever a main event kicks off. <laughs> John Cena, The Miz, Jinder Mahal, Lita and Jeff Hardy are all trying on matching all-star t-shirts. Cena wearing a t-shirt four sizes too big. Cena. These fit really well. Yes, yeah, all serious. Cena. Don't forget, you all get eliminated. Like, don't even try. Then I win. Miz. So, the reverse of our WrestleMania main event, where you can cuss me and made it all about Dwayne. Cena. Really? Pretty much. Lita pulls her fong up Attitude Era style. Cena. Sorry, toots. We're a PG company now. No thongs for you. Cena runs down the ramp as his dumb trumpets start playing. Camera state, I was meant to say moves or something like that. Stages to show the to show the arena. Vince McMahon is sat by commentary, sat by the commentary table. Retribution get a jobber's entrance, so we're already there. Ali wearing the lockdown, uh, the lockdown, so lockbox like a pendant, looks straight into Vince's eyes from the ring and makes a funny fuck you face. As Cena takes off his shirt in a weird way, he does and goes to the to throw it into the crowd. He falls down a trap hole. Everyone is absolutely baffled. But all the rest of WWE All-Stars think this is part of Cena's plan and don't put any effort in. Madden eliminates Jeff. 
Yim eliminates Lita, big double D, eliminates the rest. Ali <laughs> didn't even tag in. He opens the box and screams to the camera, Ali. This is what he wanted to hide from all of you. He holds a Polaroid to the camera of Vince McMahon oh and Joe God. Biden 69ing, whilst Gwyneth Paltrow watches on from a weird-looking chair. It also says on it in pen, taken by Jack Black. Credits roll whilst, Phil, whilst any Phil Collins song plays. I don't mind which. Do any of you guys have a favourite? I don't know what I can think of in the air tonight, but you know. All right, in the air tonight, please. Uh, and now I've got a post-credit scene. Cena is in Bray's weird cave and strapped down to the table. Camera shot is now from Cena's perspective. He's looking at Alexa, who's wearing whatever you are imagining right now, and holding a <laughs> shovel. Cena. Did we win? Bray Wyatt walks into John's line of sight. Bray. <laughs> oh, silly John. We're all winners here. He pulls out a knife and some string. John Cena will return. Appears in text. Scene fades. Oof. Yes. A, round of applause. Round of applause. A tour de force, Nathan. Thanks, man. Five stars. Five stars. What was your favorite match? Were there matches? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You guys all right? I have no idea. I don't even know what right is anymore. We still got your. We still got your main event. We do. Speaking of. My pre-main event, Men's Survivor Series match, Raw versus SmackDown. Uh, the Raw team is Riddle, AJ, Keith Lee, Morrison, and Drew McIntyre uh, taking on uh, SmackDown of KO, Jay, Murphy, Dominic Mysterio, and the replacement for Daniel Bryan is Cesaro. Um, Seth gets Murphy eliminated. Uh, Dom uh, fights them to the back. Uh, Drew gets RKO'd again and eliminated by Kevin Owens. Uh, Jay forfeits after Roman appears and tells him to do so because he has to pay attention to everything he says. Mm -hmm. um, it gets down eventually to uh, Lee versus Cesaro. They fight for a gloriously long time because this is really what we all want. Uh, Lee wins for Raw and he starts celebrating Pyro and Confetti. Um, start, the little logo appears in the, uh, in the corner, but then we cut to backstage where Ricochet, Jeff Hardy, Andrade, and Samoa Joe are fighting Retribution in the back. Uh, they are broken up by uh, Adam Pierce and the backstage officials and Stephanie McMahon walks up with Triple H and they say, you know what? We're done with all this shit. Uh, you guys are going out there right now. We don't care that the show is supposed to be over. You're going out there <laughs> right now. Eight man tag team match. Raw versus Retribution. That's going to be the end of it. Uh, so they go out there. Uh, they're fighting the hallway down the ramp. They eventually get into the ring. It's one fall to a finish. Uh, Ricochet is flipping all over the place. Jeff Hardy is doing his best to keep up. Andrade is just slapping people around, as is Samoa Joe. <clears throat> Excuse me. Retribution starts to fight back uh, slightly uh, until Retribution gets the win when Samoa Joe turns on Raw in the WWE and becomes the fifth male member of the group. Uh, he is also keeping his commentary position, so the voice of Retribution will then be uh, on the table at all times. This was all part of Ali's plan. Samoa Joe stands with Retribution as the pay-per-view goes off the air. That's awesome. This sounds, sounds like a really good show. Written in half an hour by hand. No applause necessary. I have a lot to live up to here. So I think <laughs> I made most effort into my, uh, my main event than any of my other matches. Also, I said it before Ali, I started working on this before Ali turned and joined Retribution, so I had him on my team to take on Retribution. But instead, instead of just a team representing Raw or WWE, I have 
Retribution versus the Hurt Business in a traditional Survivor Series match. So representing the Hurt Business are MVP, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, Cedric Alexander, and the female member who I think should have been added to this team instead of being drafted to SmackDown, Bianca Belair. Taking mm-hmm. on Retribution, with the exception of uh, Ali, I have changed the other members of Retribution's names in this match, so try not to keep up with it when I'm describing the, the match, because it took me a while as well. So because they sound like Saturday morning cartoon villain names, I've like I scrolled down a list of uh, names of Decepticons and the original Transformers animated series, <laughs> and rebranded the members of Retribution as Decepticons. Oh my God. T-Bar, aka Dominic Dijakovic, is now Cyclonus. Uh, Reckoning, aka Mia Yim, is now Streetwise. Uh, Slapjack is now Thundercracker. And Mace is Skywarp. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This may uh, be the best very, thing we've ever recorded. That is fantastic. <laughs> uh, one of the greatest nights of my life, this. Very early into the match, uh, Thundercracker gets eliminated with a, lumber, with a lumbar check. This is the one who's the 24 7 champion, by the way. He lays on the outside where Truth and Cesaro come down. They keep shoving each other. But eventually, Truth manages to get on long enough to cover. Cover him. Now, Truth is the new 24 turn champion. Uh, again, he gets shoved into the post by Tazawa. Tazawa pins him. He's the new 24 turn champion. He celebrates, and then suddenly he realizes he's in the retribution side of the ring. Uh, Skywarp, aka Mace, puts Tazawa in the face. One, two, three. He's now the 24 7 champion. Jesus. Uh, Streetwise <laughs> comes in and Lobos uh, Alexander because the woman and the men can fight. But eventually, he manages to tag in Belair, who easily just lifts her above her head and just overpowers her, throws her around and eliminates Streetwise with a standing moonsault. Uh, Skywarp gets eliminated with a playmaker by MVP. He's now the new 24-7 champion. <laughs> That's unfortunately the end of the 24-7 title uh, shenanigans. Uh, T-Bar, or sorry, Cyclonus, has a... Uh, Shelton has lastly up for uh, what was originally called the Feast Your Eyes. I don't give a, give a fuck what it's called now. But uh, he manages to reach an arm long enough to tag in Shelton Benjamin. He reaches out, he hits a spear on Cyclonus and picks him up. Pader by Shelton Benjamin. One, two, three. It's now five on one against Ali. Her business are just cleaning house here. And then eventually, there's a spot between Ali where Ali basically drop kicks uh, Lashley and then the referee gets taken out, who's flying to the outside. Retribution come back into the ring, all five of them with chairs, taking out the hurt business. The commentators are like, this isn't fair. You guys have been eliminated. They shouldn't still be out here. They're, gonna, they're somehow going to win this. This isn't right. And then all of a sudden, what gets piped into the Thunderdome? It's Metallica. And you hear revving <laughs> from motorbike. And from outside, from out in the street, Directly into the Thunderdome. Undertaker. Undertaker drives in with Metallica still blaring over the speakers. He comes in, he runs over Thundercracker with his motorbike, gets up and just puts Sky off in the face, just throwing guys around. I'm getting lots of my notes because I wrote a lot of shit down here. He goes <laughs> in the ring, there's a brawl on the outside, uh, picks up. Cyclonus, aka T-Bar, hits a tombstone on him before flying over the top to the outside on everybody, Hurt Business and Retribution included. We're left with Ali looking like angry or something, like his plan has not gone 
according how he wanted it. Then Bobby Larson sneaks up behind him, walks in the hurt lock. Ali passes out a clean sweep, pitching a shutout by uh, from Richard from uh, Hurt Business. Retribution are done. They are dead, buried. This is basically designed to kill off uh, Retribution. <laughs> Everybody celebrates in the ring like Retribution are just basically sent packing out of the arena. Undertaker's there with the rest of the Hurt Business. They're all celebrating. And then lights go out, lights come back up, Undertaker's left in the ring by himself, and then all of a sudden the red lights come on, similar to The Fiend in that weird ominous music plays. Look up on the Titantron footage from WrestleMania 31, is there a place with pictures of Alexa Bliss's face, is going, he doesn't forget. And from behind the Undertaker, it's Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, and he walks in the mandible claw on The Undertaker on his 30th anniversary. Cut to black. Damn. Ah, damn. That would be an amazing way for Survivor Series to actually end. That's how I actually picture Survivor Series ending. That's why I went with it. Well, I hope it what ends like the, the thing with the Fiend not retribution being killed, even though they should be. Well, they're going to be. Oh, yeah. If they're still around after Survivor Series, I will be shocked. I think we made three realistic Survivor Series. I think whatever we get at Survivor Series is not going to be nearly as good as whatever the fuck just happened here. We have Jimmy, you sound the, a bit exasperated. We set the bar so high. We set the T-bar, the you may say. <laughs> oh, listen to him, ladies and gentlemen. Slamming out these single-shell fucking sniper shots of jokes. I am exasperated, though, Nathan, because, my God, my... My card was fun. Scott's was uh, just an insane piece of like glorious writing, and then you. your masterpiece. Your from all, ladies and gentlemen, if you've been following us for the over year that we've been around, you really you remember when we started doing the creatives and we had create a band and there was uh, Coca Cola presents Generations Beyond the Sun, and. Now I think that we finally got into a place where it feels like Nathan has peaked. And I, don't, I don't think I, I don't I don't know. I wouldn't say peak because I did say at the end, John Cena will return. I can I cannot fucking wait. I cannot <laughs> fucking wait. I actually skipped over something because uh, in my notes that they cut to the commentary table and Corey Graves is like, and we want to give a special WWE universe shout out to Coca-Cola presents generations beyond the sun for their song. Ad <laughs> revenue. Ad revenue. You really like Coca-Cola presents generations beyond the sun. You've always remembered them. I, it's a great fucking name, dude. I don't know why. I don't know why it just stuck with me. They're all holograms of people throughout history or something, right? I don't. You remember way more about them than I do. It stuck with me, dude. I don't. Remember, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, Coca-Cola presents Generations Beyond the Sun always stuck with me, and it always tries to find its way into my work. I explained from the way we were talking about our our cards have been described. I think it, it's it's why I was saying that like Jimmy's. I think was the most realistic out of all of theirs. Mine's was somewhere in between both of yours, and Nathan's was just far out there, as far as you can go. You can't even delay anymore. The line is dark to us. <laughs> the, the most real, the most unrealistic my card got was that the Undertaker won the twenty four seven title for like an hour, and then like gave it back to r Truth. Well, I think people would have too much respect to try and sneak up on the Undertaker. 
Oh, yeah, that would be with him for eternity. He's a dead person. It would be with him for eternity. Um, but we have been here with you guys for an eternity. And thank you for checking out our Create a Survivor Series. If you liked what we had or have any ideas of your own, make sure to tweet at us at Rogue underscore Opinions. I am at Mr. Riot on the Twitter. That is M-R-R-I-0-T because Counter-Strike was a thing when I was a kid, Scott. Um, also, make sure to go and check out uh, Pro Wrestling Magic on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Magic. We have our last show that we just did uh, a couple weeks ago uh, uh, in full up there uh, called This Is Magic. Get caught up just in time for Battle Brunch, November 21st at 3 p.m. on Fight. Uh, you can order it ASAP and then join us because we will be there. I will be on commentary and I will be giving special shout outs to the people I know are listening. Always, always uh, check in with me on Twitter to do that. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, Nathan, Scott, thanks for uh, drafting me in on this one. <laughs> that, that's oh. fine, man. You're more than welcome. Nathan, do you want to do your, your plugs? I'd love to. Yeah, you can find me at Nathan Greenway on the Twitter. Uh, check back through Rogue Opinions Archives and Naked Men podcast is still there with myself and Ben. Uh, go to Nerdo Network if you want to find all our articles and everything. And if you like football slash soccer, uh, check me out every Thursday on Project Dits where I cover what's been going on in the last week. But Scott, what's going on with you? Well, you can find me at Scott McCullough, Nathan Mace, Falls, Scott and Paul Brown, Podcast at FBRM when we're track. We're doing some decent stuff over the next couple of weeks. We just turned three as uh, a podcast, which is a very important age in a podcast life, as you all know. Uh, if you're a fan of Project Dits, then Dits is appearing on the next couple of weeks of the Rogue Retro Smackdown series. And uh, there's a way of good bits of guys over at, uh, at Project Dits. Uh, some, some other ones may be appearing in future episodes of the Rogue Retro Smackdown series, so stay tuned for that over the coming weeks. If you're a, if you're a fan of quizzes, then check out the TV quiz that will be happening in a couple of weeks. Stay tuned to our social media, everything going on with news regarding that tournament. Also, if you're a fan of more quizzes that are related to wrestling, I'll be appearing on uh, some podcast called the Undisputed Wrestling Podcast soon. Cool. Uh, take on some uh, jabroni named Callum, who was born in the year 2000. Uh, uh. Set, set him up for disappointment that he and the rest of the Undisputed Pod are going to feel after we thrash them at Survivor Series. Yeah! Woo! Yeah! yeah. Damn Well, Jimmy's clearly had a stroke, so uh, we're going to go call an ambulance and you guys can all go outside and have a collective cigarette, even if you don't smoke, after the three excellent cars we put together and prepare to be very disappointed by whatever WWE offers you in comparison. This is the way that we walk straight and right.